0: brought to you in part by audible.com get your free audiobook download by visiting www.audibletrial.com slash wds to choose from over 85,000 titles for your ipod or mp3 player please hi i'm dan and i'm doug from hoobestank
1: hey this is jennifer love hey what's up this is kelly clarkson this
0: is andy aris from the dr phil show if you're not listening to what duvet said then you're functionally retarded
1: Hello, I'm Tommy Lee. Hi, this is John Bon Jovi. And I'm Richie Sambora.
0: Hi, this is Brandy, the winner of The Apprentice. Hello, I'm Phil Collins. Hey, this is Lindsay Lowen. This is Alec Bowman. Hi, this is Alicia Wynn, and you're listening to What Do They Say? Did you, Did, you Did you hear... 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 Did you
1: hear What Do, Do They Say? say?
0: Now, you get to hear what Duvet has to say. Hello again, everybody. You are listening to the official podcast of the What Duvet Said Cultural Entertainment Digest found at whatduvetsaid.com. I am your host, Jason Duplissy, coming at you from rainy Duvet Studios South in the Hollywood Hills of Los Angeles, California. And joining me, as always, is the man who's not the only cherry delight who was left in the night and gave up without a fight, your host...
1: Robert Bob DeVay, coming to you from Duvet North in San Francisco, California, in a pod that I have built and placed in the kitchen of podcasting up here at Duvet North, and Jason, what do you think?
0: I think uh, you sound better when you're not in the pod. Let me get out of the pod, then. Yeah, I hear you clear. You kind of sound like you're inside Mr. Mouth right now.
1: (laughs) I am out of the- wow, it's hot in that pod, man. Let me tell you, me and Renfro were up all night long building the pod, and uh, we didn't put any sort of ventilation. So I could not have done a whole show from inside of the pod.
0: No, I don't imagine Renfro was consulted in the construction of the pod. I feel like that was a pod of your own design if you chose to not put in air holes.
1: Man, if I can't use Renfro as a scapegoat, what good is having a supercomputer around the house?
0: That's a good point. I really don't know. It makes me think of what I was doing last night. Actually, was I was involved in the car plays, which had their performances yesterday evening. These shows. Oh, so it cars.
1: was yesterday. Was that the debut?
0: Yes, this is we we debuted last night. There's other shows this evening, but there's different cars and different plays that are happening tonight. And then my uh, batch of shows happens again tomorrow night. And I'm going to say tomorrow as if that's the way I actually say tomorrow.
1: Uh, Okay, fair enough. So tell me about it. Tell me all about it.
0: Actually, I will tell you about it, but let me ask you this. How do you pronounce this word? O F F I C I A L. O F F I (laughs) C I A L. (laughs) How do you pronounce that word?
1: I've never even heard of that word. I almost have to write it down to look at it.
0: Offital? Okay, well, never mind. How about you, uh, audience? Can you let me know? Actually, it's best if you give me a phone call. Uh, But uh, if you choose to write it, write it down O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L. Send it in on a postcard. Oh, official! (laughs) Official! Okay, thank you. Official. That's what I think you pronounce it as, official. Uh, But I've heard people say official, like turn on and off. You're official. And I'm hearing that more and more frequently now. And I'm wondering if that's just the dumbing down of America or if I'm the dumb one. No, no, no. It's America. <laughs> okay, well, speaking of America, send us an email, said at gmail.com, because your emails mean so much. Find us on Facebook. Search for What Duvet Said in your little search engine. Come on, guys. Search for What Duvet Said in your little search engine. Do it now. We'll wait. Or yeah, find us on Twitter waiting. at Bob Duvet. Or give us a telephony call at...
1: 415-937-0445 that's 415-937-0445 I love the phone calls. We've been getting just a lot of uh interesting and uh a, a random swath of of the globe
0: really. Yeah, we got an interesting um an interesting onslaught of monkeys questions and and I know. emails after Who knew? Our, I know. After just maybe we need to touch on that a little later. After I tell we you that struck about a nerve. Cars, yeah, really. Who knew that Monkeys Nation was was so tender? Um, you know, it's
1: funny. If you break down our demographic, I have a feeling that like avid Monkeys fan is a, is a strong like uh, genetic makeup of our listener.
0: I remember I was driving down California Avenue. Is that the one that's uh, parallel to El Camino there in Burlingame? Sure. I was driving down. Let's call it California Avenue when I okay. was uh living up in the bay area this is you know many years ago when i was uh still in high school and there was a woman uh on her bicycle and she was wearing jeans and she had taken a black sharpie and written monkeys davy mickey peter all over her jeans all over her shoes she was wearing a monkey shirt she had multiple monkeys buttons and she had like a hat on one of those painter's caps it had sort of a monkey's thing on it as well. And she was wearing a Walkman. But I can only guess what she was listening to on the Walkman. I, I can't say with any surety. Rush! Yeah, probably. She's probably right in the middle of Xander. Where did you
1: grow up? In Pleasant Valley?
0: <laughs> Maybe. Do you want to hear about the car plays or what? Or should we save that for later? A little teaser, a little teaser for me to talk about later to keep people listening to the show. Let's, That's what to it.
1: Yeah, let's tease it out because I have a lot of questions about the car car plays as far as you know how they're being uh you know done and and you know, are they mobile? Uh, does was the price of gas affect the price of a ticket? I have a lot of questions regarding these.
0: All right, well we will cover all of your questions. I can tell you that I described in detail exactly what was happening while I was on phone with my dad uh, Mm -hmm. twice. And then, uh, at the end of the second description, he actually said to me, so, so how is this different from a drive-in? He he still (laughs) didn't get it. it. (laughs) I love it. That's, that's a, that's a practical question. (laughs) It's it's true. It's not one that would occur to me. And then I had to figure out how, what I had said over the past 20 minutes led him to believe that it was like a drive-in. So I could re describe it in a way that didn't lead him down the same confusing path. (laughs) So do we have any guests today on the podcast? You know, we do. We have a big, 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 big get.
1: This Hell is a my. get of all gets, perhaps.
0: Okay. Wow. And it's timely. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready.
1: So Reba hooked us up with, and this is kind of a big announcement. I, I, he's doing this announcement. I think we are the only uh, media outlet. In the United States, that has this guest making his announcement. But I don't know if you heard this, but Al Qaeda announced its new CEO, if you will.
0: Oh, okay, yeah,
1: yeah. So we have standing by the Green Wall, and he's very, very excited to uh, you know talk about the the Al Qaeda's fall lineup. We have Aman Al Zawahari. Wow, yeah. Um, do we
0: have an interpreter?
1: Um, he speaks excellent English, and apparently he's really what he's most excited about—not about, Not about be- being named, you know, head of programming for Al Qaeda, but uh, mostly I think he has a-, a spin-off show on MTV
0: coming up s- shortly. Excellent. Uh, yeah, I-, I look forward to finding out what his favorite monkey's song is. He is, an, uh, you know, I can just tell by looking at
1: him that he's probably going to have a lot of opinions on the on the hits, on the favorite monkey songs.
0: Well, I you know, you, you were singing a monkey song before we got on the on the radio here and I quoted a monkey song as my introduction to you. Can we why don't we just move into this segment? Let's make this Should we just do it. Let's just do it. I'm going to Here we are in the This is not going to be a, a recurring segment, I don't imagine, but
1: well, I, God help us if it is, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can you imagine? What if we did that? What if every week we watched the monkeys episode and recapped and talked about? I (laughs) will get back in the
1: pod so quickly, Jason.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we got a lot of. uh, You might have been in the pod. There, there, there there were a lot of uh, people. You know, saying why am I? Why are we talking about the monkeys? And the monkeys are are, are crap and and all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So I thought it might be fun if you and I. Five might be a bit of a stretch, but uh, can you come up with uh, s- s- m- songs that... Uh, uh, you're a music guy. Songs that the uninitiated should should pick up. Yeah. If they would like to... Oh, I can do five, man. Easy.
1: Should we, okay. we trade off Bam Bam sort of thing? All right, sounds good. Why don't, you, why don't you kick
0: us off? You are the monkey's authority. Okay, well, being the monkey's authority then, uh, and this is for... First of all, I'm going to say that the... For the uninitiated, um, and if you really want to immerse yourself into the monkeys' experiences, you should pick up an album called Pisces, Aquarius, Capricorn, and Jones Limited, uh, which is an actual album, and to put it on and listen to it from start to finish. There is, I'm going to say, probably one clunker on it, which is the Peter Mm -hmm. song. Uh, but the actual album itself oh. is really fantastic. It's 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 a darn good listen from start to finish, and I recommend that to you, Rob. If you don't have it in your vast collection, to pick up that that album and listen okay. to it in its entirety as an album, it's quite good. So uh, I'm going to say my f- the, uh, the my favorite Monkey song, uh, which is a great Monkey song, is a song called "Door Into Summer," uh, which is on <sighs> that album. Yes. Yes, uh, can you hum a few bars? Because some of these songs I remember
1: the titles of, but I'm having a hard time remembering the melody. Uh,
0: well, I won't hum it, but I'll play a little bit for you here. Let's and he go. thought he heard the echoes of a penny whistle band And the laughter from
1: a distant caravan And the brightly painted line of circus wagon there. There you yeah, that's, yeah I do. I, that, that's kind of a, a definite, uh, you know, a, a song that's reminiscent of or indicative of that
0: era, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really could be any band. But you'll, you might notice that, uh, despite what many people think, that uh, most of my favorite Monkey songs are sung by Mike Nesmith.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to pick a Nesmith song off this very album, uh, What Am I Doing Hanging Around.
0: Uh Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. Great song. We're not going yeah, to play all song songs for
1: you. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I'm not going to go for that. On this particular record, I am going to go for one of my... It's, I, I always those like those uh, kind of like shaggy sort of, uh, you know, 60s, swinging 60s songs. So I'm going to go with She Hangs Out.
0: Ah, She Hangs Out's a great one. I have to actually say that the version that's on, the official version on the album is not my favorite version of the song. There's a... An alternate recorded version, which was on a, a a sort of rarities disc that I had, which I prefer. <laughs> I ain't even. I'm not gonna touch that. Okay. Well, I'm feeling. I'm feeling the audience slipping away. So maybe we could we could rein in our discussion of each song and just sort of lay them out. What do you think?
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love how you could. Feel the audience slipping away in radio. That's that's
0: amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'm just sort of like I can feel the glazing over. Uh, I don't. Uh, well, so- I'm watching.
1: I'm watching the people that gather every week for this show, uh, they they somehow sneak into my apartment building and they hang and climb all over the light well and look in through the window. Yeah. I'm waving to them now. It's kind of like and it. yes, they are. In fact, they are walking back down the
0: stairs. Okay, so instead of going back and forth in order, I'm, I'm just I'll, I'll lay it out to you. I'm going to say that door into summer. Uh Papa Jean's okay. Blues, which is what we were talking about last week, uh and you were singing before. Right. Uh another Mike song. Uh I'm gonna say um Pleasant Valley Sunday. Um Timeless. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna say uh of course look out here comes tomorrow. Can't can't go wrong with that one. And um and believe it or not, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go there that uh, every single time it comes on, I'm happy to hear it and happy to hear the whole thing. And it is a damn good song. I will say that Last Train to Clarksville is a great song. All right. Fair enough. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to counter with, uh, huh, I'm going
1: to go with uh, You Told Me.
0: Nice. Good one.
1: I'm going to go with, uh, where is that? Oh, She. I love that song. Oh,
0: She. Yes. Thank you. She's a fantastic song.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. Um, ooh, you know what song I really do like? Um, where is it? Star Collector. Always liked that song.
0: That is also on Pisces, Aquarius, Capricorn, and Jones Limited. Great, great album. Telling you.
1: And, and my last one, the the, the the last one that I think is a must is the Porpoise song. Wow, really? The Porpoise song? Love that song. The Porpoise is calling. Goodbye, goodbye.
0: That has such a specific memory for me that I can't separate it from the time, so it's hard for me to I, it's oh, hard really? for me to look at it objectively. I thought for sure you're going to uh go with um uh You Just May Be the One. Oh, great
1: song. But I didn't want to go too heavy on Mike.
0: Okay, fair enough. All right, there you go. Spread it around, they're all so talented. <laughs> exactly. All right, thanks for joining us in our monkeys segment. Thanks for tolerating <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you for tolerating not only this show but our monkeys segment. Well, enough of the ancient history. How about some news? All right, moving right along. Ah, ah. I hope that answers all you of our listeners' f- questions. By the way,
1: you know what's funny? Um, when we were doing that monkeys segment, um, the uh, our guest Aman Al Zarahi. Lifted up his, uh, his, his burqa to reveal he was wearing a Davy Jones for president shirt.
0: Wow. Interesting. News? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good God.
1: All right. Yes, we have some news. Here we go. Let's start here, shall we? Let's. All right. Skirted cycling, the latest NYC biking crime. This is a crime? Yeah, apparently now that uh, the cops will uh, ticket you for distracting cars if you are riding a bike in a skirt. I know you like to do this, Jason. Um, Yeah, this is an actual story from uh, New York City. And a a woman was riding a bike, 31-year-old woman riding a bike uh, across the Brooklyn Bridge. And she was wearing a short skirt. And uh, a police officer, you know, called her over when she reached the other side of the bridge and then uh, issued her a ticket for distracting the
0: drivers. So, okay. Uh, was it a distraction because she was too appealing in this skirt? Or was it a distraction yeah, she was, because she entirely picture shouldn't... She's hot. Oh, okay. Okay. So she was doing that on purpose, I suppose. On porpoise song. I
1: don't know. She doesn't know. It's just she was just wearing a skirt and biking to work.
0: Yeah, but who wears a skirt riding a bike in the first place? Well, I,
1: mean, I, I see it all the time around here in San Francisco. But do people, do they wear biker shorts
0: under their skirts, or are they wearing their thong I'm, panties?
1: I am a married man, Jason. I do not concern myself with these things.
0: I avert my eyes. Well, what good are you then? Because I'm not looking.
1: <laughs> no, uh, I I don't know, man. It doesn't look like it. You know, She's just uh, biking the work, you know? I'm sure she's wearing underwear. Doesn't, it didn't say anything about that, but uh, yeah, apparently everything's a crime nowadays. That's that's what I'm learning.
0: You know what? That, that, that's so stupid because the crime isn't the person who's wearing the skirt. The crime is the jackass in the car is not keeping his eyes on the road.
1: Yeah, right. I know exactly. Well, who can, who can prevent himself from looking? I mean, it's like she's she
0: put it out there. But that's—I mean—that's totally not a crime. It's not. I—I—I'm I, so. That is—is is, that's that's that has, seems to happen a lot, where one person does something and then all the rest of us have to change because of that one person.
1: No, yeah, I—I I agree with you. I think that is really the issue, that uh, is at the core of this. Is that just what you said? Somebody does something and then a law gets passed or a big hubbub is it was about the the person that does something and then we all have to suffer.
0: Yeah, it's like the the one guy who got on the plane who was going to make a bomb out of the ingredients in his shaving kit, which by the way didn't happen. <laughs> but now we yeah. all have to not have over 3 ounces in our carry-on luggage just in case. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And we all have to get a, you know, a, a thorough How's your father to board an airplane because some guy tried to set his underwear on fire? Yeah. But we all, you know, what was the other one that was driving me crazy? We have to take our uh, shoes off.
0: We have to take our shoes off.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is all, I mean, and people just go along with it rather than if everybody just said, no, this is stupid. Yeah. You know, en masse. But we don't. We don't do anything together. We're all, we're very, into, we're rugged cowboy individualists out here. And that's why we
0: get exactly what's coming to us, folks. That's right. So, you know what? No more skirt bike riding. It's a crime. It's a crime. You, you, you want to do the, wear the skirt, then you do the time. <laughs> exactly. Well, so what do you call that? A. The I'm going to say it is A for me. The Okay. All right. Well that's very interesting. Where was this happening? Oh in New York, across the Brooklyn Bridge. I was listening.
1: I was listening. Across yeah. the awesome,
0: Brooklyn. New York. I thought they were more progressive out there in New York,
1: but I don't know, man. It's just everything is it just seems like we're policing ourselves right out of right remember how we used to call people the fun police? Yes. Or there was a fun extinguisher, wasn't there, yes. amongst a group of our friends?
0: Yes, there was. The fun extinguisher. Yeah. I remember yes, exactly. uh, our friend Matt once described the fun extinguishers, like, boy, every time he walks into a room, it's like someone just left. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah um, so, yeah, there's be on the lookout for fun extinguishers in the town near you. You know what I'm thinking about? No, you don't, but I'll share it with you, that the most progressive yes. towns, Los Angeles or New York, the biggest metropolis, are really the places that, you have the least amount of freedom you go out into podunk nowhere town and they don't care if you're drinking battery acid and sleeping with your cousin Mm -hmm. you know they're entirely more permissive
1: well because we're we're, we're progressive in our policing you think somebody has to be a trendsetter in 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 totalitarianism (laughs) what else is in the news rob All right, let's get to this one. This one is something we've actually talked about, and I I just saw this today, and it was very interesting. It says, Apple to ban iPhone gig filming. iPhone gig – oh,
0: you mean when rock and roll bands are playing?
1: Yeah, well, I guess uh, when people go to shows and they put up their iPhone to film – which, my God, do you know how much – uh bandwidth or global warming I don't you, you know the the more proper terms server space is being consumed by these uh, you know um, just shaky terrible obnoxious film snippets of shows and concerts that people attend yeah you know then that they insist on filming uh, for what reason I don't know I can only imagine it's so that they can go and show somebody like, hey, look, I was there. Check out where I was last night or send it to somebody who wasn't there and say, hey, look where I'm at right now. Because it isn't for the quality or the, you know, the, 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 the quality of the recording or the sound or whatever because they're, they're rarely very good. But apparently Apple is implementing – I'll just read it to you. It's a short story. It says, um, iPhone users may soon be stopped from filming at concerts as a result of new Apple technology. The leading computer company plans to build a system that will sense when people are trying to video live events and turn off their cameras. A patent application filed by Apple revealed how the technology would work. If an iPhone were, were held up and used to film during a concert, infrared sensors would detect it. These sensors would then contact the iPhone and automatically disable its camera function.
0: Hmm. That sounds interesting. I have so many
1: problems with this,
0: Jase. Well, my first problem is that it will turn off when you're filming a live event. So, what, does that mean I'll, I all I get to film my chair? Like, what if what if the live event is my daughter's sixteenth bat mitzvah? Because she's had her bat mitzvah sixteen times. No, what if it's her sixteenth birthday or <laughs> it's or it's a bat mitzvah? You know what what uh-huh. isn't that a live event?
1: It is. And uh, what if you want to film, you know, uh, you and your wife uh, having sex or something? (laughs)
0: Um, What are you telling me, Rob?
1: Well, I'm just saying that that's also a live event. I mean, don't put cameras on a phone. And again, this is I I don't know if you're catching this theme that's running through the news right now, but this is another attempt at maintaining some sort of control over individuals, don't put a camera in a phone and then tell people what they can and can't film.
0: Yeah, I think a more a more better, I'm sorry, that's that's bad English. I think a mo better application. No, no actually
1: that's that's proper urban
0: slang, mo better. <laughs> I think the the a more practical application would be not that you can't actually film it, but then it will sense that it's there and you can't post it onto the internet. You you're only allowed to keep it for personal use. That seems fair. that makes sense. That would be yeah, the, what would do? Because it's not the actual having of it, it's the dissemination of it. You know, when we were uh, back in the day, when we were going and checking out our monkeys albums from the library. We could take <laughs> – I, I could I could loan you my monkeys album, and you could make a cassette recording of it, and you would keep it and hold it, and it would be in your home, and that would be it. Yeah, technically, that's illegal, technically. Um, but, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, you would have it, but it wasn't like I gave you a copy of it, and then you could give it to everybody on the planet. So it's the dissemination of the material that is what the problem is, not the actual owning of the material.
1: Well, it begs the question: What is the point of YouTube?
0: Uh, To (laughs) that's an excellent question. (laughs) I don't know. You know, I mean,
1: it's it's a whole thing that I mean, owned by a giant corporation, Google now, and it's a whole thing that its platform is is specifically so that people can put things up, like you know, girl fights. You know, or, uh, you know, there's so many, uh, you know, concerts, footage, stuff like that. There's so many things that, like, ultimately end up being incriminating or are illegal in nature. And, they're, and without all of this material, I think you cease to have a real need for a YouTube. I mean, sure, people are doing original works and you can put up, you know— you know films or videos and things like that that you've shot, but i mean it it's that's a very small i have to imagine percentage of what's on a youtube
0: well, and even the stuff that is user generated content is like a fat guy singing single ladies. nothing is genuine original content the the sites that are original content funny or die or uh adam.com or any of these other sites that are are supposedly user-generated content nobody nobody visits that or shares that stuff around and i don't i don't know why i mean some people send send funny or die stuff around but uh you know it's usually the meta cafe or uh youtube that gets sent around and meta cafe is just kind of the the r-rated version of youtube
1: Oh, I'll have to check that out.
0: I didn't know about that one. It's
1: called Meta Cafe.
0: <laughs> yes. You don't know Meta Cafe? Yeah, Meta Cafe. So, for example, if you hear uh, so-and-so has a sex tape or Halle Berry's nude in some movie and you you go searching for it on YouTube, you can't find it on YouTube because they have a sort of content restriction, which makes no sense to me.
1: Ah, uh, I've uh, seen nudity on YouTube very recently. Oh, Really? Yeah, and I was surprised, shocked because you usually don't see that. Um, but apparently, I mean, I'm sure it's some stuff slips through the cracks, I'm sure.
0: No pun intended. <laughs> Wienergate. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine how pissed the people who work at the Watergate or own the Watergate Hotel are every single time something comes and they end it with Gate. I know I know
1: it's 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 that okay when we later when we get into that segment, which I've refined a bit more, that might be a contender
0: okay, well, at least Gates clever, its kind of sounds like Watergate, but like iran contra gate, come on That's yeah, a stretch yeah no i I agree i agree it's
1: it's entirely abused to the point of meaning nothing
0: yeah, exactly, people
1: attach gate to things that aren't even like you know conspiracies or 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 crimes or whatever you know yeah
0: seinfeld gate (laughs) yeah
1: so yeah so i mean i think this is again um an example of don't include the camera you know don't invent the cassette and then distribute it or the recordable cd yeah exactly and then all of a sudden you, you put it out there, you make a shitload of money selling all the players for it and all the, the, the pieces, you know, and the, the apps and yada, yada, yada. And then all of a sudden you're going to turn around and start like, you know, shame on you for using the product that we designed for you.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: I, I have a lot of problems with, uh, with, with Apple in general. And I, I'm an Apple user. But uh, they, are, they are big brother, man. All right. Well, is this a
0: Bishonka!
1: or a not a? Yeah.
0: Bishonka!
1: No, this is a for me because I just it seemed kind of ridiculous when I read. It. I'm like, really? I mean, I, I agree with you. The better way to, to police it right? is to go along the you're not able to distribute it. You know, there's some sort of prevention of uploading it to something.
0: Well, you know who's got a pretty good, uh, pretty good handle on how to control that sort of thing? Russia audible.com oh are we doing a live spot? yeah what do you think? let's do it I like it audible.com is the premier audible book downloading site and what I've mentioned to Rob there is that audible actually has a a pretty good uh, digital rights management with their books there meaning if you download your book you can't just swap it and share it and, and it all over the place, they've got it figured out in a way that you can download the book and listen to it and it's yours and yours alone. And if you want to loan that book to somebody, you have to uh, you know, loan them your entire iPod. So they've they've got a pretty good proprietary software there, keeping the things together. And you might think, wait a minute, if I can listen to podcasts for free, why would I pay to listen to an audio download? Well, let me tell you what you can do. Rob? Rob, yes. are you listening? <laughs> Rob, hello? I am. Hello, <laughs> Rob. I can hear you you can try audible.com for free you can download a no! free audiobook yes you can do it now thanks entirely to your buddies bob and jason here at wds how do you do it you go to www.audibletrial.com wds that stands for what do they said and you do, just sign up for your 14-day free trial you get a free download book and i know rob that you're asking about this last week so i'm pretty sure that you've already figured this out but if not audible.com does have the audible book of steven tyler's does the noise in my head bother you a rock and roll memoir so you can head out to audible.com get your 14 day free trial i'm sorry head out to audibletrialcom wds and download your free trial and listen to the uh, steven tyler book in its entirety unabridged for free 14 days for free if you choose to stick around and get some more books it's well worth it um ta-da you know what
1: You know what? Uh, I've got a new book that I'm going to get from Audible.com because I love that Steven Tyler book so much. The now next up for me to download is Red, My Uncensored Life in Rock by Sammy Hagar. Ah,
0: there you go. There you go. Good idea. And you can find that by going to... Where Rob. wwwaudibletrialcom slash WGS and you can download Red My Uncensored Life in Rock by Sammy Hagar. Seven hours and twenty-eight minutes of uncensored Sammy Hagar for free. And it's something you can do to listen to in between What Do They Said podcasts. I was gonna I was gonna say that
1: very exact same thing because what I've done is I've stocked up on rock and roll um what are they like you know biographies and uh I, I, my goal is to read as many of them as possible so as to better understand the mind of a sammy hagar well, uh,
0: now you can do it uh, you can read them without reading you can just listen in or you can i think
1: audible.com Audible. <laughs> is fabulous in that uh we should get them to be a sponsor of the show
0: dude uh, www.audibletrial.com slash wds <laughs> thanks head out there uh, is there more news? Is there in other news? Mr. Babalina,
1: are... Mr. Da-Babalina. Mr. Babalina, <laughs> Mr. Da-Dabalima.
0: <laughs> Close. China kept calling Alameda. Never mind, the furthermore, the police <laughs> self-defense. It isn't my opinion that the people are intending. Okay. Nice. Here we go. Here's one. Here's a local one, mm. for me at least. Local mm. for me. Mm.
1: Probably foreign for most of you
0: out there. Mm. Mm. San Francisco Moles Goldfish Band. <laughs> Okay, and how? Why? Expand? Explain.
1: Well, I, earlier, I think in in the year they, the, San Francisco passed some sort of ordinance or whatever banning the sale of uh, like cats and dogs, in pet stores.
0: Oh yeah, okay.
1: To discourage impulse buys of animals, and you know, this is actually, you know, again, I'm not for the you know like banning of pet shops and whatnot, but I know. A lot of people. In fact, I'm going to call out my sister has had about three or four dogs over the last few years that she has gotten because she wants a puppy. I think this is in between her wanting a child uh, yeah. and gotten the dogs, and then all of a sudden, like, you know, decided that it's just too crazy, too much work, and then has given away the dogs to, you know, people who want dogs and that are, you know, not back to the sh- a shelter or anything, yeah, but to actual, you know, dog owners, but she, she's bought pets, essentially impulse pet buys.
0: Hmm. That's a, uh, and I think a lot
1: of people do this. I think a lot of people don't realize how much work it is having a, a pet yeah. and they, um, and they get a dog or a cat and then they're like, Oh my God, what do, what do you mean? I have to find somebody to feed it and watch it when I want to go away or, you know, like totally takes them by surprise, but a goldfish really? We gotta ban people from having goldfish. It says because this is what I found funny. Um, it is because um, it turns out that more than a year study and findings that aquarium fish are often mass bred under inhumane conditions
0: or stripped from the wild.
1: These are fucking okay. goldfish, man. <laughs>
0: that uh, I would certainly hope that fish were raised in inhumane conditions because I don't want to treat a fish like a human. I treat a fish like a fish. <laughs> Not in San Francisco. You don't man. <laughs> oh my God. I can tell you. So I, I, I just recently, uh, had, uh, a, a, a sort of an out of town day trip where I had okay. to get, I have a dog and I had to get care for my dog. And I, I was unsure, uh, I mean, I, I had coverage for the time that I was going to be out of town, but I ended up staying longer than I intended. And so I had to sort of figure out a way to get my dog taken care of while I was still out of town and, and making the journey back. Uh, and that was a priority for me, and I had to figure it out. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been able to, to sleep as well as I did, although I slept very well. Wow. <laughs> I don't um, like it. Um. Wow. Okay, I have to focus again because I – what am I talking about? Did you – did you, the dog. S- you
1: slept. You're talking about how well you slept.
0: I'm talking about my dog. So, But I, I also have goldfish, and I can, I can assure you that not a second did my goldfish enter my head of something that needed to be tended <laughs> and taken care of while I was out of town. My goldfish are just fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the funny thing about a goldfish is, like, you know, you, people buy a goldfish from, like, you know, in fact, the mere liberating of a goldfish from the you know penitentiary like system that they're housed in at a pet shop and putting them into you know a a a, a almost like a like a, their own pad right they get a whole palatial estate usually a goldfish
0: where do goldfish so what do goldfish normally do what what are
1: wild goldfish like they you know what they're like
0: they are like food for other fish <laughs> I know they're turtle food. What, what 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 good does a goldfish do? A goldfish. The whole point of a goldfish is that you don't have to do anything. You can you can keep them in a, you know, a bag of water, and they survive. They're the things that you give little children. Kids who don't know how to clean their room can take care of a goldfish because you just put it in water.
1: I mean, I this again. You know, it's funny though. What I do like about goldfish. I have great names for goldfish. Should I ever get one? Okay. So we actually want four goldfish, Hallie and I. We want we want four goldfish. <clears throat> the male goldfish would be na- named Irving and Moish Goldfish. Okay, okay, shalom. And the the fee their female counterparts would be uh, Rosetta and uh, and uh, so uh, with, uh, and like another like Maria, like an Italian, like a couple of a couple of Italians.
0: Nice. My two remaining goldfish like are named uh, Shark and Cheese, but I can't tell either of them apart because they're goldfish, and they don't really need names. They don't come when I call them. They don't they do not do anything. I, I, yeah. I enjoy them. I'm actually really tired of the goldfish now. They've lived a whole lot longer than I anticipated. I've gotten really good mm. at taking care of the goldfish in the aquarium, and uh, they've been alive for, for probably, I think, six or seven years now, these, these same goldfish wow. have been yeah i've been taking really good care of them and uh i mean i had four wow. of them for a very long time but last year it got really hot and is this as interesting as the monkey segment or what the goldfish <laughs> segment should should are we our really friend, is our this friend a... Pat had a goldfish
1: named float
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay so goldfish being treated humanely is it a this
1: is judging from the way you have a goldfish has been around seven years i'm saying this is not it a...
0: yeah, geez there they are now i see them they, they are around. treated
1: plenty humanely when taken out of the wild and placed in the hands of somebody like
0: you jason well you know the store that i get the oh god we're still talking about goldfish the store that i get the goldfish from has a uh probably like a 10 gallon tank um, which probably doesn't mean anything to you, but you can picture a ten-gallon tank, and it is filled with probably fifty goldfish. There's there's more fish than water in that tank. They just they're, they're just all swimming and pushing uh-huh. around with one another, and they seem to get along just fine. How could the man stay in business if he was constantly throwing away dead fish?
1: Do you think that in that sort of system that the goldfish are like they're forced to like gang up with kind of their own? And it's a lot like it's like a microcosm of like the, the the penal system.
0: You think? No, I don't think fish remember anything. I don't think my fish remember me.
1: I think personally that I'm going to up, fill up the pod that I constructed with Renfro with water and place goldfish in it and just just, you know, give them that
0: arena. For a while there, I wanted to, and this was back in my when I wanted to do things days. I wanted to get <laughs> a a hamster habitrail and uh-huh. make it watertight and kind of sp- spread tubes all over my house. Just kind of run these oh, tubes awesome. all over and fill it with water so that my goldfish could swim around through these tubes all through my house.
1: I mean, come on. You guys, like, you should be allowed to buy goldfish in San Francisco.
0: Yeah. I mean, all they're going to do is head out to Brisbane to get their goldfish. Yeah, Exactly. You're just pushing the market to another city, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The great, yeah, <laughs> the great underground goldfish market, top of the hill, daily City.
1: <laughs> All right, let's, well, enough with the goldfish. I have another San Francisco-related one, though. Okay. You ready for this one, San Francisco? And this came from SFist. Do you have? There's an LAist as well. I think these are blogs to match the city. Clever. Uh, Yeah, right. Um, San Francisco voted both dirty and slutty. Apparently, it's one of the dirtiest cities in the nation, which I can definitely attest to. This is a fucking pigsty, this city we live in out here. Um, And it's also one of the most promiscuous cities in the nation. I wouldn't know about that, but... Uh, apparently, I like this little line, though, in the story. It, when referring to the the fact that it ranks high, uh, I think maybe number one is the most promiscuous city in the nation. Yeah. Um, with residents, on average, clocking in having had 30 different sex partners apiece. Wow. And then it says, clearly the gays are pushing the mean up a bit here. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, I guess. 30? Wow. Uh, I love the gays. You know that. Oh, I, lo- I know you do, Rub. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 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 i've got a pretty good um, feeling about how you love them gays
1: well i just lo- i i i love the fact that when they're referred to in stories as the gays
0: yeah the gays or like the blacks i, was finding that yeah. I think i was reading what some story that the that, other day 30 different sex partners apiece i think that's a that's a that's a realistic number really well what it depends on what a sex partner is i mean is a sex partner actually someone that you've uh gone all the way with or is a sex partner someone that you've diddled with in the backseat of a car? I mean what what is a sex partner
1: Um that isn't it does not clarify. I, I'm guessing they're they're saying all I'm
0: thinking all the way on this one.
1: Renfro, we need clarification
0: <laughs> Because otherwise my number goes skyrocketing. <laughs> my number's a lot better. Uh, uh, if I can count that practically oh, doubled yes yeah, so. it goes
1: from one to two <laughs> well i mean yeah, that's a good point i mean what constitutes sex should we tackle that one
0: listeners why don't you
1: write us in and tell us what you consider sex
0: yeah oh, with no pictures please we got we had enough pictures yeah we have
1: too many pictures
0: actually I, I, god
1: forbid the fbi decides to hack us uh, that, that, that's like I said. The news, not much news. So that, let's get out of the news segment. I, that 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 last story left left me with a horrible film on top of my body <laughs> on my skin.
0: Okay, excellent. Uh, is there any other news, or should we uh, just move out and and, and are, Do you let's have any just, snark let's for the just snark run, tank? Run, run for the news segment. <laughs> any chum? Any chum in the snark tank this week?
1: Well, I mean, we we, we we do. Let's 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 hold off the, on the chum. We, we do have chum, and the chum is going to be in the form of the new segment. But it, it all falls under general chum.
0: Okay. Uh, hit me up with the new segment. The, uh, hold on, I have I have theme music for the new segment. You ready?
1: Ooh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yes,
0: yes. Nothing says new segment like that theme music. Okay. All right. We'll keep it. It's a keeper. Let me jot that down. Scribble, 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 scribble. Uh, while I'm scribbling, let uh, everyone know what this new segment is. Oh,
1: uh, let's let's call it um, let's call it phrases that need to be phased out. Phased out phrases. How's that?
0: Okay. I think there could be a little. Nice. I think it'd be a little more punny. I think we can uh, like f- the the phrase phase or the phase phase phrase. How about uh, phrased out? Great. The phrased out segment.
1: See this, people? This is how the mind works. The mind? (laughs) (laughs) The collective mind.
0: All right. Uh, Well, we're in the segment. The music played. uh, It doesn't seem much different than the rest of the show so far.
1: Uh, (laughs) Man, you're so quick to judge (laughs) the new segment. All right. For me this week, what I want to see phrased out is I would do anything for my children. Oh, okay. What you really you hear that a lot? Yes, I'm hearing it a lot, and it's always said by people that clearly would not do everything they for their children. It's I you know watch a lot of television. It's always people that are saying this, like I would do anything for my children. Meanwhile, they're engaged in like horrible like divorce battles with the the father you know or mother of their of their child. Um, where they're just slinging mud and saying like horrible, terrible things about each other or they're like, you know, off smoking weed, you know, and partying and, you know, the kids are left to kind of fend for themselves. There's just a lot of that going on. And then when you challenge them on that, but you have – you're a parent and you have a kid. Why are you out, you know, going to clubs every night and, and, and smoking weed and and, and drinking? They, I would do anything for my children. My children are the most important thing. Well, you're not doing everything you can for your children because if you were, you would be making sacrifices. You would consider that it hurts your child when you say mean and you know, damaging and hurtful things about one of their parents. Smoking weed, <laughs> smoking <laughs> weed, yo, you don't smoke up the weed, <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Uh, I don't have a phrase for the phrased out segment, Maybe maybe uh, maybe I'll think of one. But you did make me think of something that um, isn't a phrase. Do you know I... what I'm getting at, though? Yeah, I do know what you're getting at. I know exactly what you mean. The, the 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 person who says something solely to to give the appearance that they're they're that they're actually doing something that the mm-hmm. you know to 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 say something because you're not actually doing the thing that you're doing, and by saying it 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 somehow absolves you of not doing the thing. Yeah, yeah. It's just like it's like going on record. Yeah, just the person who's sitting at the bar with the bottle of Jack Daniel's in front of them weeping into their empty glass, going, "I would do anything for my children. I love them so much." Well, uh what's yeah. what's going on with your children right now? Oh, they're at home with the sitter. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking about. It's, it's, you know, it's just getting to be crazy with people. Just by, like you said, the act of saying something somehow stands in for doing something.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Good segment. I like it. Uh, let me tell you about the car plays because it ties into the thing that I was going to say, which isn't part of the segment. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, the thing that I've noticed people have been doing, and it seems to be around all the uh, actors and producers of this car play, and it, it, it seems to be specific to this group of people. So maybe the memo was passed around and I didn't get it. But mm-hmm. the the handshake where you start with your arm crooked and your hands up in the air and you swoop in, and then you're supposed yeah. to grab each other's hands, pull each other together, and then bump chests together. yes. Yeah, I don't do that.
1: I wrote a whole that's funny you mentioned that. I wrote a a piece of fiction that's up on the blog www.whatduvaysaid.com, about uh, in 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 the piece it, it tackles that very issue.
0: I I I don't know what to do. Like I I hold my hand out and some guy's got his hand up and there's that awkward moment where I I really feel that At that point, the person doing the jackass thing should stop and actually just shake hands like a normal person. But then there's sort of this half or like the the grab and like because there's no standard way to do it. A handshake is a handshake. I mean, there'll be the 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 douchebag who grabs your hand before you you actually are in the handshake thing and squeezes your hand like that kind of mm-hmm. thing happens. I hate that too. But there's no standard way to lift your hand and slap each other and pull each other and then slightly release and then link your fingers together and snap. Like what? What? The, what?
1: that's What, what about the bring... fist explosion? Do you ever get that one? That Where you're meant w- to like do a series of hand gesturing and then it culminates with a pound of the fist into an explosion a pow, yeah a thing.
0: I don't yeah I don't know how that happens either is is that something that was in a in a show that everybody knows but me or I mean what is it what is it that ev- I,
1: I think you know it's just it's evolved over time and uh, it's become a thing and it was probably done by a couple people that were s- cool initially and then it's like most things have been adopted by the hoi polloi. That's for you, listener, Sean. And uh, it has become increasingly less cool. The more it's done, the more explosions that happen, the less cool, the less cultural cachet that has.
0: This is why I want to bring back uh, Slapping 10. I did that last night, too, because I, I specific, somebody, one of the, my actors in the, my play like, tried to do Not that. Not a high
1: thing. 10, but an actual slap 10.
0: Yeah, like put to put both your hands out down, and yes. have the guy slap your hands, and then you swap and slap him back. The not a high uh-huh. five, actually down, 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 slap, slap that thing. And I, I said, let's do that. I'm, I'm trying to bring it back, and we did it, and it was great. And the, my actress in the show said, "Wow, you guys totally brought that back." Like I can see that she wants to do it now. I'm I'm going to bring that back. A, a concerted effort to bring back slap and ten. I like it I, I will if the next time I greet you it will be with a slap 10 you know what it feels great too it, it really feels great
1: I like it well th- you I agree there's just too many I guess you know it's meant to show uh you know a a, a iness
0: and I know you hate the bro Ah, <sighs> sigh let's talk about your plays Plays were last night. They the what it is is a row of uh, five cars and well a column actually. This is what I got confused. It's a column of five cars, uh, bumper mm-hmm. to bumper, as if you were lined up uh, waiting for a, a, a traffic light. And then uh, is a, this hosted outside? I beg your pardon. Is this outside? Yeah, it's outside. It's on the roof of a parking structure. Okay. And uh, there's a a row, a column of cars, bumper to bumper, and uh, the audience gets into the back seat of a car and you watch the show be performed in the front seat of the car. The front seat of the stage, the back seat is the house. It's where the audience sits. Uh Uh-huh. And then it goes on for about 10 minutes and then there's a, what are called the car hops. These two people who walk down the line of cars and then open the doors for you. You get out of the car and then you shift and move to the next car in front of you and the person in the front row goes to the car in the back and then they walk down and shut all the doors and the, the play begins again. And uh, there's five cars in a row. Uh, the show's done five times in an hour so because uh, audience members keep getting in and out. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's what we did, and uh, your pod made me think of it because in the car, you know, the windows are rolled up, uh, so it becomes a, a kind of a bit gamey in there. We we did crack them a little bit after a while, but what's unusual about not that that's not unusual on its own, but the mm-hmm. play that I directed, I'm uh, and, and I never think of it, but I'm actually an actor in the play as well because the there's a character who speaks over a cell phone through a speakerphone to the actors in the car as the play goes on, so I. Uh, For for an hour last evening, just had to find a place away from the cars so that other people weren't overhearing me talking on the phone. But like across the street and up in a courtyard, sitting on the phone, listening to the play happen and saying my lines. And then when it was over, sitting and waiting and listening for the play to begin again. And it was really unusual. It was a really bizarre experience. You've called to parties before, right? Like somebody's answered the phone. Or you you call to your family, and you talk to one person who then passes the phone to another person, that kind of thing? Uh Mm Uh-huh. You know that in-between time when you're not entirely sure what's happening, you just sort of hear, (laughs)
1: Bang,
0: bang. Rattling happening until Uh someone picks up the phone and says, hello? Right? Yes. That, (laughs) That experience, that was the experience I was having because the play would end and there would just be all this, this walla noise happening in the background. And I couldn't really, I had to concentrate to listen and, and figure out what was going on. And then suddenly the play would start again. And I'd go, okay, here we go. And here we were happening. So it was interesting. It's fun. It's, it's a good experience. And, uh, we're all sold out. And... Are
1: people looking at the back of the actor's heads?
0: Well, what, uh, the way I, I imagine if someone directed it badly, that would be what would happen. What I did is i And what they recommend actually is you take the headrests off the back of the car. uh, So, Uh and additionally, this is something that I I never thought of until I was actually sitting in it. But for most modern cars, since I don't know 1972, the there's two seats in the front. It's not one long bench that's in the front of the car. You Mm -hmm. can there's a divide, there's an empty space divider where the console or the emergency brake is, so you can actually see. The person sitting in the rear passenger side can see most of the person sitting in the driver's seat talking. Okay. Um, you know, and they turn and look at each other. Plus, there's mirrors, you know. You, there's rearview mirrors and stuff like yeah. that. There's a lot of a lot of things to play with, and you can get in and out of the car. It's actually quite interesting. It right? is interesting.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a, a definitely interesting concept, and it gives you a – I mean, talk about intimate, right?
0: Yeah, well, yeah. I mean it's it's a it's an audience of two with a, a a a performance of two. So you're really you're really right there.
1: Well that's 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 some cool shit, Jace. Uh congratulations on the uh debut and uh yeah, I, I hope uh, your car is always full. I hope you have a carpool. Thank lane you, sir. Of which to do this show.
0: Excellent. Uh okay, so that's what I'm doing Friday night. Uh I have other things to do this weekend, but I know you always want to tell me what you're doing first. So what are you doing this weekend, <laughs> Uh
1: North Beach Fair this weekend, and uh, that's it become meaningless because it, all it is is a bunch of out-of-town vendors, and it's the same vendors you would find at any fair, and it just brings a lot of douchebags into my neighborhood who just want to get drunk, and then all the neighbors host parties. Which means that there's a lot of drunk people, you know, shouting until all hours of the night coming out of every apartment in – because I live in an apartment building where there's a lot of young people that live on the other side of our building. uh uh-huh. and, and so it's their kind of like, you know, their first pad and whatever. So they always are having bros and the the women who love them over and it's just a lot of like, oh, our dad, dude, dude, dude. So I have that to look forward to. But I, I wanted to ask you something really quick. We have people moved in above us at our apartment. Okay. And uh they are they are stompers. They're they're two people that are diminutive in size. Mm-hmm. They're not very big people, but I've never heard louder motherfuckers in my entire life.
0: Oh, they're the heavy footed kind of people? Yes.
1: Heavy-footed. And we live in a building that has no insulation to speak of, really. You know, it's carpeted. The kitchen isn't. Every other part of the apartment is carpeted. But these people are like, they're just a stomp. And you can hear every – and and then when they're in the kitchen, you can just hear cupboard slamming. I mean, they're just loud. Certain people are just fucking loud. Mm -hmm. And – they also listen to their TV late at night extremely loud to the point where, like, I can almost make out the words of what's going on.
0: Oh, jeez, geez. That's, so, so I had happy. to go
1: stomp on uh, a pound, I'm sorry, on their door at 1230. And they didn't open it because they saw me out there just, like, looking like I was crazed. But then I went downstairs and miraculously the television would turn down. So they knew that that's what it was. Right. Okay. Which tells me if you know that's what it is, why is it on that loud to begin with?
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. You know,
1: so right now I'm sitting here at Duvet North with a basketball in my hand. And they've throughout the course of the show, there's been so much stomping going around above me. I'd be amazed if it doesn't find its way into the show. So I have devised in real time a scheme for which to show them what it's like to live below them by simply, and I'm going to try this out now for the first time, Throwing the basketball up onto the ceiling of my apartment, thus creating a similar thud. For wh- so, so let's give it a try, shall we? <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. Ready? Yeah. And on three. <laughs> <laughs> there it goes.
0: <laughs> well, good luck with All that, right. Rob. <laughs> that feels good. Okay. Excellent, great! I'm glad you found an amicable solution to your living situation. <laughs> I think I've been
1: living in apartments for too long. Have
0: you ever had this experience? I had uh, in the old place that I lived in my 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 prior residence, which which you went to the townhouse that I was in before.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that place.
0: Yeah, I the I, I had one shared wall, but the I the thing that. Uh, that i remember most about that place is we were we were right at the feet of the hollywood Hills. so uh the basically the what they had done the con, people who constructed this place was they had carved out a a, a a sheer drop into the hill so that basically there was a mm-hmm. house right behind us and we were right at the bottom of the hill there it wasn't they they didn't treat the landscape well they just chopped into the hill so basically there was a big cement Wall in the back of our uh, in the back of uh, the whole building, and we all had uh, individual laundry. And the guy who lived next door to me would be doing his laundry uh, perpetually, and he would be doing it at Uh like uh, you know at eleven thirty, twelve o'clock at night, or at uh, seven o'clock in the morning. And it would echo uh, up against this wall, uh, and I'd be lying in bed. I'd hear. all the time perpetually oh and i i'm you know i moved out uh and i love my place i you know i live in a house now i live in a house there's nobody above me there's nobody next to me i can pound on my oh, wall, I can throw my basketball so and jealous I like, oh it's beautiful love it i can jump on my wall you know i get squirrels running on my ceiling but hey what can i do about squirrels but i saw yeah. him uh my neighbor he and his lover were out walking their dog and uh Mm -hmm. i i said hey guys how are you you know i normally i just see is he one of the gays he's one of the gays yes and uh he he and his lover hero we're out walking the dog, and normally I just see Hero walking the dog, but this time Andrew was with them. And I said, hey, Andrew, how you doing? We were talking, and he told me that he had he, – he, I said, I normally don't see you walking the dog. He says, well, I've just left my job. Um, I'm looking for a new thing, and so I have more free time now. And I said, you know, I lived next to you for, for seven years. I never knew what you did. Uh, and he's like, oh, yeah. And I go, something that required a lot of laundry? <laughs> and he just sort of looked at me blankly like what like i thought for sure he'd say oh yeah I was a costumer or a murderer or something you know something that needed <laughs> clean clothes at all hours of the day every day um, but...
1: oh my god that's funny yeah it, it just tells me that people are very unaware of the world around them and sometimes simply by throwing a basketball Onto the ceiling of your roof, you alert them to the fact that there are other people that live in this world with them.
0: There you go. And you get the added bonus of having little orange dots all over your ceiling. No, no, no. That, so far that hasn't happened. But, uh,
1: yeah. yeah, I think this is going to be an effective tool, actually. Good. A, teach, a teachable moment. This is right here on What DuVay said. You've witnessed
0: a teachable moment. And you are nothing, Rob, but an effective tool. <laughs> Thanks for noticing. Oh,
1: I think that could also make it into my 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 phrased out segment is teachable moment.
0: Okay, great. Well, let's save that for next week. Save it for the podcast, Rob. For right now, we're wrapping up. Thanks, everybody, for listening in. Send us an email, said at gmail.com. Your emails mean so much. Find us on Facebook, what Duvet said <laughs> in your little search engine there. Twitter at Bob Duvet. Give us a phone call at...
1: 415-937-0445 Again, that's
0: 415-937-0445 And that number is live Apparators are standing by Happy birthday to listener Alan And Yeah, happy birthday, listener Al And we
1: will uh, talk to you all next week Bye, listeners Bye, neighbors Can you tell me What did they say Did you hear What do they say, can you hear what do they say?